Hey, welcome to the official podcast of St. Luke Amy Church located in Garland, Texas. I am Pastor Amos St. John. And I am Pastor Jasmine St. John. We are the lead pastors of St. Luke Garland. And we're so excited that you have decided to listen to this podcast. Listen, we pray that the message you are about to hear will bless you right where you are. If you want to know any more information about our church, you can visit us at stlukegarland.org. Now, get ready for the word. You ain't seen nothing yet. (laughs) The best is yet to come, St. Luke. Aren't you encouraged this morning? The best is yet to come. My God, my God, my God. Woo, that is prophetic. The best is yet to come. I am so encouraged. Thank you, Praise Team, for reminding us that our better days are ahead of us. My goodness, come on, aren't you encouraged this morning? I'm encouraged, I'm so encouraged, I'm ready to share the word of God, my goodness. Come on, come on, let's get into the word of God on this morning. We're starting a new series, The Harvest is Coming. And I need you to turn into your your Bibles, where you are. We're gonna read in the book of Galatians, chapter six, verses seven through 10. And I'm gonna read from the Message Bible. Again, Galatians chapter six, verses seven through 10 in the message Bible. We're going to read this and it starts. Don't be misled. No one makes a fool of God. What a person plants, he will harvest. The person who plants selfishness, ignoring the needs of others, ignoring God, harvests a crop of weeds and he'll have to show for his life. All he has to show for his life is weeds. But the one who plants in response to God, letting God's spirit do the growth work in him, harvests a crop of real life, eternal life. So let's not allow ourselves to get fatigued doing good. At the right time, we will harvest a good crop if we don't give up or quit. Right now, therefore, every time we get the chance, let us work for the benefit of all, starting with the people closest to us in the community of faith. Ah, may God add a blessing to the hearers of his word. My God, my God. Let's pray. Father, we are so thankful for the harvest that is coming. We realize that we ought to, to, to sow into good ground and with cheerful hearts so we can reap great blessings and a cheerful blessing. <laughs> God, we thank you for each and every individual who, that is tuned in to this message. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, God. You are our strength and our redeemer on the day and forevermore. This we ask is in your precious name we say, amen, amen, amen. You know, um, if you've heard me preach before, share a message, I've shared about my weight loss journey. You know, um, I've lost a lot of weight in in the last two, two and a half years. And, um, but uh, for over 20 years, I've, I've battled obesity. Uh, especially after the sudden loss of my mother about 22 years ago. I was 19 and um, uh, I had uh, uh, escaped 
uh, a lot uh, uh, during those time. And and I had to shift my habits um, uh, when I was from from when I was younger until as I got older. You know, that I, I escaped to these bad habits and it all caught up with me uh, throughout my 20s, you know, and, 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 and into my late 20s, uh, those unhealthy habits finally caught up with me. You know, since high school, you know, I've always kind of been in, an athlete. I've been into sports, you know, I'm not, you know, you would think because of my size, I'm a football player. Oh, actually, I'm a basketball player. I, I played basketball majority of my young years. Now that I'm a little older, I've slowed down because, you know, these knees don't move. Let me stop. Seriously, I, I don't play as much, and, you know, uh, but I, I have a background in playing sports. And so during my young years, I, I played a lot of basketball and, and I remained in shape during my late teens and in high school uh, until my early years and uh, uh, early 20s. But something shifted when I, when I turned 26. Uh, my metabolism started changing. The food that I used to consume started sticking a little more, a little longer instead of burning off, you know, you know, and to the point I, I, I stood, I stood on a, a, a scale and realized I gained 50 pounds. Uh, and by the time I was 30, it climbed up even, even 10, 20 more pounds to the point that I gained like 60 to 70 pounds total than where I was in my early twenties. I had to make some changes. I had to put some effort some more effort in some areas in my late teen that I than I had in my late teens. Now uh, getting into my late twenties, I had I had I had I didn't have to do much when I was in my my teens in my early twenties. Now I had to put a little bit more effort in it <laughs> during my late twenties, early thirties. In my early twenties, I didn't have to focus on doing cardio. What? I didn't think of a treadmill. All I did was play hours and hours of basketball. That was my cardio. <laughs> And I will call it a day. In my early 20s, I didn't have to watch what I was eating as far as my sodium intake, my, my water consumption. I was living a life like it was golden. But things changed. Seriously. I had to put more effort in losing weight and staying healthy. And for like 10 years, I tried and tried and tried and failed. Yes, when I turned 30 and realized I gained 60, 70 pounds, from where I was in my early 20s, I tried to lose weight and tried and tried and I failed. I came up short many times. There were times where I didn't put in much effort but still was expecting the results. Then I realized you get out what you put in. Write that in, in the comments. You get out what you put in. If you put in very little effort and be lazy, you're not going to lose any weight, Pastor Amos. If you do lose weight with very little effort, you will not be able to maintain it. But if you put more effort into getting healthy, you will reap huge benefits the longer you stay the course. You get out what you put in. You can also say that about marriage. Yes, I've been married. We've been married about almost 12 years. We just crossed over the 11 year mark. And we realized during this pandemic, we hear all over the time, divorce is running rampant. Uh, couples who may have started strong uh, have stopped putting the effort in 
to stay strong and now they're just calling it quits. They've stopped putting in effort for various reasons, life, stress, kids, bills, grief, income, bad habits. Uh, they no longer are putting in any effort, thus they're not getting out much effort. You get out what you put in. In the church, God's church. During this pandemic, there are many churches who have seen a huge decline in membership and in their giving because some pastors may have failed to adapt to the new online church model that has become the standard during this pandemic. Pastors and leaders have grown accustomed to the days of old where we just assemble together in person and that's the only way we can have church. Too bad this pandemic has shifted that narrative. Things have changed. We have to put effort in exploring new ways to reach the flock. Even when it's unfamiliar, you still have to put in some effort in order to help move God's church forward during this difficult time. You get out what you put in. St. Luke, we're, we're at a crossroad. Thank God we've made it this far with the help of God. In the midst of a pandemic, God has allowed us to do some major construction, construction work in our building, the, the foundational work, the exterior work for our church building. But there's more work to be done. Our weekly giving goals, you know, they may not have hit the mark at times, but thankfully it's been steady. But there are a few of you who are not putting in as much effort. Uh, and I'm encouraging you today that you have the potential of receiving something major from God, but you must put in more effort in order to make more room to receive what God has in store for you. You get out what you put in. You know, Pastor Jasmine and I, we've uh, overcome many obstacles in our life thus far, in ministry, in our marriage, in our personal life. One thing we don't compromise is, is in our giving. We don't compromise with that. That's one thing uh, we, we both agree on. We both are givers by nature, and we have no problem with giving and sharing what we have for the benefit of the kingdom. We tithe, we sow, we give, we grow. We realize that early that we get out what we put in. So if God uh, uh, wants us to return the 10th percent that he only requires to tithe, I believe we believe that he will pour out a blessing to the point that we have no room to receive. We are going to be obedient to what thus said the Lord. We are going to get out what we put in. Thank you, Jesus. As your pastors, every time we encourage you, uh, our members, our supporters uh, to give, we're not asking you anything we aren't doing ourselves. We definitely lead by example. So as we share this month during this month's uh, sermon series, the harvest is coming. We want you to be encouraged that we will be good stewards of what God will bless us here with at St. Luke AME Church Garland. We are, we're, 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 we're going to be good stewards. This is good ground. This is fertile ground. But here, here are three things I want to remind you concerning this, this harvest that is coming. Can I share you these three points? Then, then I'll, be out, I'll be out your way this, this Sunday. Don't play with God. I'm going to say that again. Do not play with God. 
I'm not saying don't play with Pastor Damon. No, no, I'm saying don't play with God. Galatians 6, chapter, se- um, ch- chapter 6, verses 7, in the Amplified Version, it says this. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. He will not allow himself to be ridiculed, nor treated with contempt, nor allow his precepts to be scornfully set aside. For whatever a man sows, this and this only is what he will reap. You get out what you put in. God is a real God. He's real. He has proven time and time again that he is real. He is word is true. His promises are yes and amen. He has shown time and time again that he will provide for you, your family. He's made the impossible possible for you. He is, he is, he has moved mountains on your behalf. He has healed you many times when you were sick. He has kept your mind sane when you were about to lose it. He, he's provided peace in the midst of turbulent times. He has shut the mouth of those who may have tried to speak ill of you or curse you. He's protected you from harm seen and unseen. He's covered you from dangers seen and unseen. God is real. Do not be deceived. Do not be fooled. Numbers 23, chapter 23, verses 19 and Amplified says, God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. He has, he has, he said, or will he not do it? Or has he spoken and will he not make it good and fulfillment? God's word is true. Do not play with God. Listen, I, you know, I dare not play when it comes to things of, of God, uh, uh, especially when it comes to sowing and, and reaping. If God said it, if God spoke to you about something, I, 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 I strongly encourage you to follow God. And hear him and be obedient to what God is saying to you now. Yes, especially concerning sowing and reaping. It clearly said, whatsoever the man soweth, he shall reap it. So if you're sowing a uh, 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 dissension, if you're sowing a uh, uh, discouragement, if you're sowing the, the division, if you're sowing a uh, 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 betrayal, if you're sowing uh, uh, all this foolishness, you're going to reap <laughs> The very same thing that you're sowing. But if you're sowing cheerfulness, if you're sowing life speaking, if you're sowing a, a, a good fortune, if you're sowing cheerfulness, if you're sowing, sowing unity, if you're sowing love, if you're sowing peace, you shall reap even more blessings of the same. So when, when we're coming here showing or talking about uh, we're trying to grow and, and we need you to sow, you know, this is not for a man. This is not for a particular person. This is for God's church. This is for God's church and his bride, the church. We need resources to help us know, sow, grow and go. Remember that mission. Know, sow, grow and go. So, so, so don't play with God. Or God's chosen. I dare not put my mouth on God's chosen. Don't play with God. He's been too good. He's been too kind. He still loves you despite of you not loving him back. So don't be deceived. Don't be fooled. Do not play with God. Regardless of where you put your resources, we we, we get it. Many of us have bills. A lot of us have responsibilities, but still don't play with God. I'm going to say that again. Do not play with God. If God speaks to you and places something in your heart, 
don't ignore it or think it's not him. You know clearly when God speaks. I know when he speaks. So don't play with God. Second point. Don't give up. Do not give up. Galatians uh, chapter six, verses nine in the New Living Translation, it says this. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Can I say that again? Uh, so let's not get tired of doing what is right or what is good. Let me say it again. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Many of you are on the edge of a major blessing, a breakthrough. You've gone through so much hell, so much turbulence, and, so, and you're getting ready to give up. You're tired, you're weary. But what the word to say, let us not get tired of doing what is good. You've been faithful, servant. You've been good. Even when everybody around you was being trifling, when everybody else around you wasn't doing good, you still remain faithful. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, you will reap a harvest of blessing if you don't give up. You've, you've been disappointed. I get it. You, you, you've been let down. I get it. You, you, you're heartbroken. I, I, I really get it. You, you love, you've lost hope in man. You, you've lost hope in, in, in pastors or, or preachers. You've lost hope in, in the system or, or the church. Or you, you've lost hope in, 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 the, in, in the governmental organization. But, but we're human. We're, we're, we're subject to dealing with these emotions. But don't give up or give in to those emotions. In the proper time, you will reap. The harvest, my God, the harvest is coming. I'm speaking prophetically to you and to our church. The harvest is coming. So don't give up. Don't give in to the things of the past. Pressed forward. Walk by faith and not by sight. If you sow with joy, you will reap blessings of joy. If you sow sacrificially, you will reap a blessing that will blow your mind. Believe it by faith. Speak it by faith. Sow it by faith. But don't give up. You know, I've been in church all my life. You know, so I've seen countless uh, preachers or leaders abuse that power of the pulpit and manipulate people into giving and doing some some very unintangled things. I hated it. I have PTSD, PTSD from, from dealing with preachers who, who, who you know, I, if somebody give a thousand dollars right now, you're going to receive a billion dollars tomorrow. I've seen that manipulation and I do not promote that. So as I'm speaking to you, as you, one of your pastors, I speak nothing but what God has shared in my heart. All of this is for the glory of God. I despise when I see leaders manipulate the pulpit to reach a certain hidden goal or a certain self, a certain self-satisfying urge. I really do not play those games. So when it comes to giving and asking for for the body, church body to participate, I only come and speak on behalf of the kingdom of God. And so. 
you know, I, I don't like doing this. This is this is out of my, the ordinary, but I really feel strongly in my heart that it's, this is the time to share it because I believe the harvest is coming. This is not a catchy phrase. The harvest is coming. We've all gone through this pandemic. It's been frustrating. It's been stifling. All of us are, have gone through losses of some sort. Some significant, some not as significant, but we have gone through some, some difficult times. But the harvest is coming. But you get out what you put in. So honestly, you know, these principles I'm sharing about sowing and reaping, it's, it's from my personal experiences. I'm saying that, you know, I'm not saying something that I don't do myself. And so if God is placing something in your heart, to give. I promise you, don't give in to those negative thoughts, or, but just be obedient to what God is saying to you right now. So do it and watch God blow your mind. I, I mean, I've seen it. We've seen it. We've seen bad stewardship in God's house. We've seen how, uh, um, how people have has 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 mis misused and misappropriated God's funds, and that's not the, that's not from the the place we come from, Pastor Jasmine and I. We are all about good stewardship, being integrity, being integrous, being honest, being transparent about God's house and His resources. So we are encouraging to not give up. Don't give in. I know some of you are tired. I know some of you are weary, especially around this time of year, because I know it's around annual conference season. So some of y'all are like, okay, are you going to be our pastors? We are here to stay. We are not going nowhere. God be our help. We are not going nowhere. This is not our desire to move or to be moved. So we are your pastors. And despite us being in the seat, this is God's house. This is God's church. So don't get tired. Do not get weary. Do not give up. Your harvest is coming. You shall reap if you faint not. It's right there. It's right there. So some of you are holding back a little bit. Y'all a little worried. Y'all a little skeptical until the, the coast is clear. But let me tell you something. We are not going. Pastor Jasmine and I are here to stay. It has to be a God move. Everything we do is a God move. It's not about us. It's all about God. This is his church. So don't give up. Don't give in. Don't get weary. Don't get tired. The harvest is coming and we need to get ready to do our part today. And finally, my final point. Don't forget God's church. Now, when I speak about church, I'm not just speaking about the building. I'm speaking more about the people, the community of faith. This pandemic has been difficult to connect with many of you physically. As pastors, we would love to touch our, our sheep, lay hands on our sheep. And, and this pandemic has made it quite difficult. We are exercising a lot of uh, restraint and precautions to make sure that you are safe. But it's only for a season only for a season. So we want to encourage you, do not forget your church. Galatians chapter 6 verses 10 in the Message Bible, it says, right now, therefore, every time we get the chance, let us work for the benefit of all, starting with the people closest to us in the community of
We want to make sure that everybody at St. Luke is doing fine. Many of us haven't met faith to face. Thank God we've met uh, quite a few and, and, and fellowshiped and talked with, with, with quite a few of our leaders and officers and members. We love y'all. We are excited for y'all, but we cannot forget each other. We got to be there for each other. We have to pray for one another. We got to be there in this difficult time. And so there, there, there's, there's work to be done. We are the church, not just the building. So every chance we get, we ought to love one another, pray for one another, care for one another, work with one another. I believe when we experience this harvest, it is going to not just bless this community, it's going to bless the entire Garland community, uh, even those who are supporting us online. Once this harvest that is coming comes, it's not just going to benefit this church, but it's going to benefit everyone connected to this church. But there's work to be done. So as we embark into the season of harvest, let's not forget God's church. This is a season of sowing and reaping. And it's not just going to benefit one thing or benefit one person. This is to benefit all of us, the whole community of faith. Of faith. You know, um, the pandemic has made it uh, easy for many people to disappear. You know, you, we don't see people physically sitting in, in pews anymore in this season temporarily. So it's easy for people to kind of be like, oh, I don't have to go to church. I don't have to be seen. So, yeah, we're primary online. So it's easy to kind of disappear. But so we may not see you, but God sees you. God sees you. So be careful what you sow. You get out what you put in. <sighs> I'm excited. Seriously, I, I, it's, it's a tough word, but I really want to encourage you. Like, you know what? So many of you are on the brink of major blessings. You're tired. You, you're, 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 you're weary. And the word clearly says, do not get tired because your blessing is on the way. Your harvest is coming the harvest is coming but be careful what you sow mm, mm. my god my god i'm gonna pray a special prayer for us this month especially for that one person who may be struggling with all this there may be some tension in all this i i, I want a special prayer for you right now let me pray for you father continue to pierce the hearts of those who are struggling to sow in good ground. They've been hurt, they've been tired, they've been, they've, been, they've been bruised, they've been disappointed, they've been betrayed. But God, you are not a man that you should lie. We know that your words, your promises are true. So for that person, speak to them right now, knowing that if they sow in joy, sow in peace, so in faith, knowing that this is for the glory of God, glory of God, that we, they will reap a harvest that will blow their mind. They won't even have enough room to receive. This we ask today, God, touch their hearts, touch their minds, free them from past hurts, free them from past disappointments, free them from past discouragement. 
unlock the joy of the Lord. Unlock the peace that surpasses on all understanding. Unlock a new found love for you today. And it's in your name we say amen. That's for you. Come on. If you believe it by faith, say amen right now that God is getting ready to provide something special, a harvest so huge for you in your life. And some people think it's money. No, sometimes it's peace. Sometimes it's, it's, it's a new job. Sometimes it's new opportunities. Sometimes it's a new idea. Sometimes it's a new relationship. Sometimes it's new connections or reconnections. But the harvest is coming. But you get out what you put in. I want to open the doors of the church right now. I want to give an opportunity for someone who may not have a relationship with Christ. Um, we realize that, you know, the, the, this whole principle of sowing and reaping, you know, it, it forms in many ways. It talks about, you know, uh, you know, life is, circ- you know, it comes back around. What goes around comes back around, you know, that but we, this, this is for that person who has suffered from some some bad experiences and and, and, and has lost touch with God and has lost hope. Even though we're talking about sowing and reaping, it's not just financially. We're also talking about eternal life. So I want to offer God to you. I want to offer Christ to you so you can access this eternal life. All you have to do is share this prayer with me. Can, can you repeat after me? If you want to experience eternal life, you want to be saved. Say this prayer with me. Say, God, forgive me. I am a sinner. I repent of all my wrongdoings. I was lost, but now I am found. I now see that you sent your only begotten son, Jesus, to save me, to die on the cross and get up with all power on the third day in his hands for me. I confess and acknowledge Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. Therefore, with that, I can say I am saved, I am saved, and I am saved. Hallelujah, hallelujah. If you said that prayer with me now, you have sowed one of the greatest seeds you you can ever do in your life. That's the seed of eternal life. You're going to reap a harvest. You're going to reap a beautiful harvest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, if you share that prayer, you can mention in the comments, Pastor, I've said that prayer. I've accepted Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior. Heaven is rejoicing. The angels are rejoicing. We are rejoicing. If you can't, if you don't want us to mention in the comments, you can, you can send us an email. Yes, send an email at info at stlukegarland.org. We will receive it and we will gladly rejoice with you. Hey family, we pray that this word has encouraged and inspired you. And right where you are, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so that you can listen to the word of God each and every single week. If you want to know more information about St. Luke Garland or if you want to sew, please visit our website at stlukegarland.org. We'll see you next week.